Are there people who are doing evil against you? Do you feel that you have no longer strength to fight? My dear friend, Jesus is sovereign over all forces of evil. This is the serious Christ. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, please help us to understand that we need to trust in you. That only in you we can overcome all the problems and tribulations in our life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Let's read Mark chapter 5, verse 1 to 3, and that says, They went across the lake to the region of the Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with a pure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. Upon landing, Jesus confronts this demon-possessed man, living among the graves, probably banished from social life. Attempts to contempt him are witnessed by the pieces of broken chains dangling from his wrists and legs. Jewish tradition assumes that cemeteries, swamps, and deserts were the regions inhabited by demons. Together, these verses present the four characteristics of insanity or possession as understood in Judaism. Run endlessly at night, spend nights in cemeteries, tears the clothes, and destroy what was used in him. The demoniac Gerasian, who at the beginning of the narrative appears naked and disfigured, ends at the feet of Christ in full possession of his faculties. A writer observes, the wonderful change has taken place in the possessed. There was light in his brain. His eyes brightened with intelligence. The physiognomy, so long changed in the likeness of Satan, had suddenly become soft. His bloody hands aloft and joyfully praised God for his deliverance. He desired the company of Christ, for no one ever showed him such compassion. But the Lord does not allow him to join his disciples' group, but gives him a difficult task, mission. The ex-demoniac receives a special commission. Go home to your own people and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. This Contrast with the common theme in Mark, known as the messianic secret, in which Jesus often commands silence about his miracles. Probably, my dear friends, because in this case the order was to the ex-demoniac, he was in a Gentile territory, and thus there was little possibility that the messianic ideas would be circulating in that place. As Calvin wrote, although we are not tortured by devil, he, however, holds us back as slaves until the Son of God delivers us from his tyranny. Naked and disfigured, we wander aimlessly until he restores us the sanity of our mind. Back to the western side of the lake, Jesus encountered Jairus' request. And when he goes to his house, the Bible introduces another story within the story that's interesting in the Bible. 
Mark chapter 5, verse 25 to 27. A woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet, instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. Who among us did not need a miracle? Who among us did not need something unexpected to happen with us? The rabbis had the most absurd and ridiculous recipes for curing the flow of blood. The rabbi Johanan suggested a number of alternatives to healing and all ending with the invariable refrain, but if it fails. And invariably, each of the prescriptions failed. According to William Barclay, the Talmud offers no less than 11 cures from such problems, some of them made up of a tonics and teas, but others of pure superstition, such as carrying the ashes of an ostrich egg on a line rag in the summer, or a cotton rag in the winter, or carry a steam of corn found in the excrement of a white donkey. Ridiculous. So the flow of blood not only made her ceremonially impure, but became unclean who touched her. The disease does had a terrible, embarrassing character, an emotionally embarrassing burden for any woman in the first century Jewish culture. My dear friends, our greatest problems are not related to external agents, but our lack of trust in God. And therefore, we do not have peace, becoming slaves of all evilness that arises against us. The purpose of Christ, however, was not to rebuke or expose her, but to make personal contact, because she needed to know that it was by faith, not a superstitious belief or some magic that was the cause of her healing. Jesus wanted her to know that she had been personally noticed. Jesus is completely unaware of the modern idea of digital exclusion. No one is excluded. He recognizes everyone. Each one is noticed and perfectly included in the circle of His grace. Amen. According to the tradition recorded by Eusebius of Caesarea in his ecclesiastical history, this woman, anonymous in the Gospels, was called Veronica. She would later have stood up for Christ and his judgment before the Sanhedrin and wiped his face on the road to the Calvary in a cloth that received the impression of his face. Or according to the tradition, she would have built a memorial to Jesus in her city at Caesarea Philippi. These, however, are reference that we cannot proved, but serve as indicators that her faith was greatly appreciated among early Christians. In the final scene of this narrative, my friends, Jesus essentially said to her, it was not you who touched me, but was me 
who touched you. While Jesus was still talking to the woman healed of the bleeding, and the news came that the girl had died. Once death is final, they advised to Jairus not to bother Jesus anymore. Jesus, my friends, however, ignoring the news, acts with naturalness of one who has full control of all circumstances. In words of encouragement, he says, fear not, believe only. Fear not, a common expression on the lips of God as a formula used when God manifests himself, a common formula in the theophanies, in Genesis 15, 21, 26, in Daniel, and all across the Bible, fear not. However, more than an encouragement to the discouraged parent, the formula here is the key about who Jesus really is. Jairo is invited to look away from the circumstances and fix his eyes upon Jesus, the one who can change the circumstances. According to the Old Testament law, a dead body was unclean and anyone who touched it would be contaminated. But instead of making Jesus impure, his touch communicates life. This is the solution, my friends. Only Jesus can help us in the battle of our life. Do you want to overcome your problems, your tribulations? Actually, there are three steps, my friend. Talk to Jesus through prayer. Talk to him. Be a friend of him. Seek to know him more and more through his Bible, through his word. And get involved in his mission to love people, to spread his good news. I want to finish this message just sharing a story of my girlfriend. She was going to a very hard moment in her life and she went with a friend to a pizza place that we have in Brazil. And the way home there was a kind of shortcut uh, in the middle of a very dangerous place and they decided to take that place but there were, in the beginning of that shortcut there is like a huge hill and in Salvador, which is in Brazil, the city Salvador, that place doesn't have a good structure and they tried to get to the top but the car failed, didn't have enough power and suddenly the car went back and got stuck in the roadside and they got afraid because the criminal rate in that area was pretty high and the problem was not just them to lose the car but to get raped. And then my girlfriend prayed to God help to deliver them from that problem. Suddenly, a man appeared. They got afraid. They thought, they are, this guy is going to steal our car or going to rape us. What's going to happen? And then the, that man said, fear not. And the, that man started helping. And the other man came. My girlfriend uh, took the car to the top. And they, they discussed, should we uh, give him a ride or not? And they said, oh yeah, of course, he helped us. And they drove the car. When she opened the window and she offered a ride, that man disappeared completely. And they looked to each other, is it real? Actually, my dear friend, was an angel that God sent in that moment 
to help them to get out of that situation. Fear not. Talk to God through prayer. Know more about Him through His Word and get involved in His mission in order to love and help other people. Matthew 6, 33 says, But seek His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, help us, God, to trust in You, to trust that You are the only way, the truth, and the life. You are the only option we have to overcome all our problems and tribulations. Please, help us. Everything I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. And remember, this gospel of the kingdom will be preached for the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come.